It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys here. Hope you guys are having a good week and are absorbing all the crazy news that has happened in the NFL over the last couple of days, particularly with the Panthers. And that's, of course, what we're going to continue to touch on here. A little bit more news coming out of Carolina as we have some numbers for Teddy Bridgewater and a surprise cut that happened on Wednesday. We'll get into that in a moment. But before we get into all that, I want to take a moment to thank our good friends, of course, over at Queen City Beauty Group, our friends Michael and Michelle mostly, who are letting you know about about their updated March special because of the coronavirus. They've got some e-gift cards available for you if you want to go check them out. It's for the month of March. Queen City Beauty Group is offering e-gift cards for 30% off, redeemable for future services. And gift cards are available in custom amounts from anywhere from $35 all the way up to $1,000. And again, you can get this at a 30% savings. So to take advantage of this special offer, visit queencitybeautygroup.com, click shop at the top of the page, and e-gift cards at the top of the next page. Remember, in times like these, small businesses need your support more than ever. Queen City Beauty Group appreciates your support and your support of the Locked On Podcast Network. And uh, we appreciate the support from Michael and Michelle of these podcasts as well. So thank you very much. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So let's talk about Teddy Bridgewater's contract as we have some numbers now on SpotRack that will really give us an idea of the contract breakdown and what we can what we can expect over the next couple of years with Teddy Bridgewater. So the face value, of course, is a three-year, $63 million contract, which includes a $15 million signing bonus and $33 million guaranteed. The $33 million comes in the form of the $15 million signing bonus, uh, his entire 2020 base salary, which, which will actually only be $8 million, and $10 million of his $17 million that he is set to make in 2021 is also already guaranteed. So that's how you get the uh, the $33 million. Uh, so again, 2020, he'll earn a base salary of $8 million. Uh, and he's set to count against the cap $14 million. Because he's also got, for each year, 
uh, a roster bonus of $750,000. That comes in the form of a per-game active bonus. In other words, for every game that is active, which obviously, uh, assuming he's not injured, you know, as, as long as he doesn't get injured, we assume he'll be active for all 16 games. But for each con or for each game he is active, he will get a bonus of. $46,875, so in total that would be $750,000, and he gets a workout bonus of $250,000, so 2020 he would make uh, $9 million total, and again his cap hit would be $14 million. Then you get into 2021, and, and really the, the, the contract sets up uh, pretty evenly, that the $15 million signing bonus, of course, is broken up over the three years of the deal, so it's $5 million tacked onto the cap hit. That roster bonus is the same for all three years, $750,000, and he gets the same $250,000 workout bonus each of the three years. So the only thing that changes is that his salary will increase as the contract progresses. So it goes from $8 million in 2020 to $17 million in 2021 and then 20 million in base salary in 2022 so his cap hits would be 14 million this year 23 million in 2021 and 26 million in 2022 now there is a potential out you know if you look at the numbers on spot rack there is a potential out after two years because like I said, the guaranteed money runs up to 21. So none of his base salary right now in 22, that $20 million, none of that right now is guaranteed. So if the Panthers do somehow move on from Bridgewater after the 2021 season, they would save $21 million against the cap and leave behind just $5 million in dead money because of course that prorated signing bonus from 22 but other than that they would save the other 21 million dollars between his base salary and the other bonuses and it's like i said when talking about the the uh the initial move this at least gives the panthers an extra year you know it could be three years if they draft a rookie but probably more likely two years that if, if they do draft a rookie, probably sitting behind Teddy for two years, if not at least competing with Teddy in 2021. But at least it buys you some time to develop your rookie quarterback if you do happen to uh, bring in a rookie quarterback, which we fully expect at this point the Panthers to do. But again, I, I like the deal and I like the way it's structured. You know, it gives them some cap relief. I mean, 14, a $14 million cap hit this year, that actually means, if, if you think about it, at least for 2020, they've saved a little bit in cap space because Newton is set to count uh, $18 million against the cap. And at this point, let's face it, we know Cam Newton is going to be gone. It's just a matter of who is going to uh, take on Cam Newton. At this point, obviously, we can eliminate the Chicago Bears from contention because they, of course, have acquired Nick Foles from the Jacksonville Jaguars, so they're taking on that huge contract. So they're, they're out of the equation. 
I still think um, if I had to take a guess where Cam Newton could land, I believe I still feel a good possibility would be the New England Patriots because, look, they obviously are going to need a quarterback. Well, you know, who knows what they think about Jared Stidham, but I imagine they're going to bring in a veteran quarterback even just for the year while they let Stidham continue to develop. And, you know, the the, the Patriots, because right now they're really only sitting with Stidham and Cody Kessler. So I imagine they're at least going to bring in a veteran, whether that's Cam Newton or whether that's Andy Dalton. So keep an eye on the Patriots. Um, the Redskins, there's been rumors that they're interested in bringing in Cam Newton. You know, it would be another former Panther heading to Washington. We saw that uh, Thomas Davis uh, just got cut by the Chargers. He's going to head to Washington to uh, reunite with Ron Rivera. But again, so going back to what I said, this saves the Panthers a little bit of money because, again, remember the the, the Panthers right or Cam Newton right now is set to count twenty one point one million dollars against the salary cap, and his base salary is eighteen point six million dollars. So. Right there, you're talking about a cap hit that's less than, uh, or that's about seven million dollars. Now I think they would still have the two million in uh, in dead money because of the the option, I believe. But even still, you save. You're still talking about a, a five million dollar savings because you're you're trading away about eighteen and a half million, and you're picking up or. You're, tra- you're trading away about 19 million, effectively, and you bring in a 14 million dollar cap hit. So you're at least saving five million dollars in that sense uh, with with this swap for 2020. Again, obviously those numbers are going to go up in 21 and 22, but we know that the salary cap is also going to skyrocket because of the new CBA and the new TV deals that the league is going to get. In a couple of years, so in that sense, I don't think it's a it's a bad deal. Look, you know, I know there were some rumblings that Teddy might have been wanting thirty million a year, or may have gotten thirty million a year, but um, probably was unrealistic. You know, especially with uh, with some of the quarter. But I mean, I know Tannehill just got almost thirty million a year, and Brady's expected to get thirty million a year from the Buccaneers, but. Um, I think this is a fair contract, and it's it's another contract like we're seeing with all these other free agent contracts, three-year deals. That seems to be the norm this year because, again, it boils down to these players know that the new CBA is really going to kick in, and, of course, you know that means more, more money potentially for them with their new contracts and, of course, the whole 17-game uh, deal. So maybe they're thinking they want uh, fresh deals or only have like maybe one year left on their deal uh, when the NFL does eventually go to 17 games. Because I think at this point, 2022 seems to be the expected season when the league will add the 17th game to the regular season. So the players are taking that into consideration and going with these shorter contracts because you haven't really seen too many four or five year deals. A, a good chunk of these free agent contracts so far 
have just been three-year deals, and obviously you're seeing that with the Panthers. Trey Boston got a three-year deal, and then some of the other guys they got, Stephen Weatherly and Justin Burris, have only gotten two-year deals. So they're... And I think that also has to do with the rebuilding plan. You know, the Panthers are just... Um, just wanting to get a injection of youth uh, over the next couple of years when some of these veterans eventually uh, leave the team. So, trying. I guess they're just trying to mix, you know, short-term, long-term plans. But um, you know, so it's still still kind of hard to say what exactly this team's plan is, and that kind of leads us into the surprise cut that we had from third or from wednesday is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast they'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 nfl draft Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That the Panthers made. But before we before we get into that, a quick quick shout-out to, to another sponsor of the Podcast Network. It's our friends, friends over at Postmates, where for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. And of course, in times like these where you're not able to really go out or you know you may have trouble getting out to restaurants, Postmates is there for you to deliver their food to you. So again, that's $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. All you got to do is download the Postmates apps. That's P-O-S-T-M-A-T-E-S. And use the code locked on NBA L O C K E D O N N B A. Postmates one hundred dollars free delivery credit for your first seven days. So that surprise cut, of course, as we well as we saw in the news, Eric Reed cut after what just one season with the team. Very, very surprising. Certainly, you know, when that news popped, it's like, wow, they, they cut Eric Reed. And they even said, you know, Eric Reed was a great presence in the Panthers locker room, but the Panthers unfortunately and ultimately decided that they want they wanted to go in a different direction. It turns out, you know, from reading that tweet from Jordan Rodrigue that I guess the plan was that their starting safety duo is going to be Trey Boston and Justin Burris. Which isn't the worst thing in the world, but, um, you know, overall, when you look at this team, it's obviously hard to... And, and we knew the Panthers were, were going to struggle in 2020, and it's not like they've made significant moves, obviously, other than Teddy Bridgewater. But Burris is a, is a nice little safety, you know, pretty versatile and obviously very cheap. I mean, he's all, you know, only $4 million a year, uh, started nine games for the Browns last season, so he's got a, got a little bit of experience. And you know now he's gonna he's gonna get a chance to really work uh, with the Panthers and again he's a guy that you can use in kind of a a multi multitude of ways so he's a guy that I think Phil Snow is gonna gonna have some fun working with 
but there's certainly, you know, it's certainly a, uh, a, a position that can still be improved or at least added on to when we when we get into the draft. And then obviously cornerback is still is still an issue there as well with Bradbury leaving for the Giants. But again, to see Eric Reed go is, you know, because he had that veteran leadership players. Again, he seemed like he was quite the the vocal leader there, one of the vocal leaders in the Panthers locker room and now he's and now he's gone. So again, I guess this is just part of that rebuild slash retool that uh, that the Panthers are going going through. But at least Trey Boston finally got himself a pretty good deal. I mean, you know, he's been a pretty good player for his whole career. Yes, he struggled in twenty nineteen, but he obviously had some good moments as well in Carolina. Uh, you know, some good moments, of course, throughout his career with the Chargers and Cardinals. So good to see him and, you know, good to see the, the Panthers keeping one of their own and giving money to a deserved player. So at least a little bit of continuity, but um, again, surprising that they've moved on from Eric Reed after what, just one season, not, not even a full season. Cause of course he came in about a quarter of the way through the season and, but was able to, jump right in and, and become a leader of this team. But now Trey Boston is going to take the reins as one of the leaders of that secondary. But so we stand now uh, with the Panthers, you know, again, making a couple of moves, but uh, these are more just, you know, some of these are just pieces that are part of a rotation or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, but again, it just feels just just hard to feel excited about this team, realistically, and especially with some of the moves that the other teams in the NFC South are making. You know, the, the Saints, of course, keeping Drew Brees, so we know they're still going to be a strong team. And they brought they brought back Malcolm Jenkins after he left the Eagles, and it kind of you know disgruntled. I think that was a divorce that kind of needed to happen uh the falcons are agreeing to terms with dante fowler so filling a, a huge need that they had there with uh edge rusher you know i'd like to still see them go after a defensive tackle but edge rusher was definitely another big need and dante fowler is going to help that tremendously and then of course the buccaneers obviously the tom brady addition you know nothing's been i think fully reported yet that he's locked in but again at this point we fully expect that he'll be the guy so the Panthers are definitely playing catch-up and it feels like the gap grew a little bit between the Panthers and the rest of the NFC South so you know still a long way to go obviously before the season but I think it's fair to say right now that the Panthers will be the worst team again in the NFC South and might not be that close. You know, you, you wonder to, to, you know, it's, it's tough. I, I get there's some playmakers there, but overall it's a, it's obviously a, a down looking team and, you know, we'll see if they match or exceed the, the five and 11 from last year. But with everything else going on in the division, I think the Panthers are kind of being left in the dust a little bit. So, could be another long year in Carolina, but we'll we'll try to wade our way through it. But those are the two big moves so far. 
uh, from the Panthers, or the two biggest moves, I would say. Uh, bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, and obviously the coinciding moving on from Cam Newton, and then the release of Eric Reed. So again, it's just, it's just some of those moves that just continue to make you wonder right now what the plan is in Carolina. And, you know, Jordan, Jordan Roderick, I saw mentioned on Twitter and she brought up a great point. You know, you have to con- take into consideration too, the fact that Matt rule has seven years left on this contract. Whereas Marty Herney has just one year left on this contract and the Panthers are expected to name an assistant GM after the draft, and it's certainly possible that whoever that assistant GM is could become the GM and replace Marty Herney heading into 2021. So it's fair to wonder uh, who's who's got the pull right now between all these guys. But uh, again, it's it's tough direction this team's going. Not even sure what the direction is, but we'll try to figure it all out as the the weeks and months go by and a little over a month before the draft so a lot still to to figure out for this team with that i think i'm gonna get out of here Uh, as always thanks so much for tuning in really appreciate the support Uh, of course follow me on twitter at bill underscore seti and till next time everyone take care we'll see you next time right here on lop until then so long everyone If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.